Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode seven of the Intuition Experiment, and I'm your host, psychic medium Deanna Marie. And this episode will focus on spiritual symbolism. As you're deepening your intuition, it's incredibly useful for you to understand how the universe speaks to you, which can be through signs and synchronicities, and to have some knowledge of spiritual symbolism to enhance your communication with the universe, God, source, creator, or whatever you want to call that greater force. Symbols can help bridge the gap between the conscious and the unconscious mind. As you become more familiar with spiritual symbolism, you may find it easier to integrate intuitive insights and external spirit guidance into your conscious decision-making process. And we will, of course, wrap this episode up with a new experiment for you to try. And as a reminder, if you're looking for additional practice, then head over to my podcast TikTok account where I have several intuition test videos. At the time of recording this episode, I have shared over 100 intuition test videos. And remember, intuition is developed over time. So the more you practice, the stronger it gets. And these videos are a great way for you to practice. Now, several of the previous episodes focused on receiving guidance from your intuition. So in this episode, I really wanted to focus on the other ways the universe is communicating with us, and that's through receiving signs and synchronicities. Synchronicities are meaningful coincidences, and as you explore your intuition, you may start to notice that the universe is actually quite responsive to your thoughts and your questions. The universe responds in a myriad of ways, often subtly and with synchronicity. For example, finding a white feather on your path, seeing repeating numbers, maybe on the clock, license plates, addresses, or in phone numbers, or meeting a wise stranger who shares something insightful. Again, these signs tend to come at the most opportune times in our life and offer a sense of reassurance when we're facing uncertainty or stress, and the universe will orchestrate these meaningful encounters to nudge us in the right direction. I've had a meaningful encounter with a stranger before, and the experience still sits with me today. Um, about a month after my mom's passing, I went out to eat with a group of friends, and the moment that we walked into the seating area of the restaurant, I noticed this woman across the way was gazing at me. We made eye contact as I walked to be seated, um, and then we were ordering, and I couldn't help but notice that she continued to make eye contact with me. I didn't recognize her. After we ordered our food and drinks, she approached our table and addressed me specifically. She didn't introduce herself or anything, but instead just began to tell me a random story. At least I thought it was random. She told me about a car that she had and that she really wanted her grandson to have it. She had family members that didn't agree, but she knew that it was the best thing for him and she really wanted to help him. It was obviously very important to her. At first, I didn't know what to make of her or why she was approaching me, but it didn't take long for me to realize how her story resonated strongly with me because it was nearly identical to a situation that we were having too. You see, my mom co-signed on a car for my nephew, which was her grandson, before she passed away, and there was an open question around the car and if her estate proceedings would or should pay off the vehicle. As soon as it clicked, I looked right at her and I thanked her for sharing the story. And I told her that I understood what she was saying. So this situation was absolutely a divine intervention, an orchestrated encounter from the universe or maybe from my departed mother's spirit 
but this woman was a messenger. When signs and synchronicities show up, you notice it because it often comes with a sense of awe. With my encounter, I couldn't believe the uncanny coincidence of this woman's story. While I can't explain it, I understand very clearly why she brought me that message and why it was brought to me at that time. It's easy to dismiss these kinds of encounters, and you may not think that there's anything special about them. If that sounds like you, I want to encourage you to suspend your disbelief. Try not to discount the experience and instead keep an open mind and have faith in the experience. Ask yourself, if this encounter is real spiritual guidance, and if it's telling me something, what would my next action be? Would you dive right in and follow the guidance? Would you ponder it for a while, or would you completely disregard it? Now it stands to reason that if the stakes were low enough, you'd probably be more willing to take that action, wouldn't you? Just to see what happens next. So if you're new to this type of thing, experiment with questions that have low stakes at first. And just to take a sidebar here, I just want to note that in my story, I didn't even overtly ask for spiritual guidance about what to do with the car, but it was on my mind and I needed direction. Spirit responded to assist me in making the decision. So I would pay attention to the things that you're thinking about. You just might be asking for spirit guidance without even realizing it. Now back to low stakes questions. We've talked about this in previous episodes too, but this is a reminder that it may be better to stay away from any life-changing questions as you're starting. Questions related to ending relationships, changing careers, or moving across the country have higher stakes and are better suited to when you're more comfortable trusting and acting on the intuitive thoughts or the signs you receive. So start with questions that are low risk. You might want to consider questions like, what small step can I take today to improve my well-being? Or, what is something I should pay more attention to in my daily life? Or you can ask the universe to send you a book or a resource that would help you learn something about a particular topic. See how these questions won't drastically change your life, but will still be helpful to you in your daily pursuits. Keep these in the back of your mind as you pursue intuition experiments and when you ask for guidance. Now to summarize all of this, I just want to reinforce a few key points. First, the universe sends internal guidance via your intuition and external guidance via signs and synchronicities. The universe is responsive to not only your thoughts, but also your questions. The responses are often subtle, so you need to pay attention and try not to discount any meaningful encounters. Finally, take the next action as you see fit based on what you receive, and keep your questions low stakes at first. As you explore your connection with the universe, you'll naturally become a willing collaborator. And the more you collaborate for guidance and trust the universe's responses, the more insight you will receive. I've actually seen my guidance go from what I thought was nearly nothing to daily insights. Okay, so now let's shift to talking about spiritual symbolism. I love this topic because understanding spiritual symbolism can bring a whole new level of magic and meaning to your life. It's kind of like discovering a secret code that unlocks hidden messages. But what exactly is spiritual symbolism? Well, it's the practice of finding deeper meaning in the symbols, signs, and patterns that appear in our lives. 
These symbols can manifest in various forms, such as animals, numbers, colors, dreams, or even everyday objects. They act as a bridge of communication between the physical and the spiritual realms by conveying messages from the universe, our higher selves, our subconscious minds, our ancestors, or other celestial beings. Simply put, spiritual symbolism acts as a language of the soul and can bring new insights, guidance, and a deeper connection to the world around us. As you know, these symbols tend to arise at key moments in our lives. They often appear when we're seeking answers, facing challenges, or embarking on a new chapter. You can think of these symbols as cosmic breadcrumbs that lead us along our unique journey, and they can serve as guiding lights helping us navigate. So paying attention to these symbols and being open to their messages can be truly transformative. Now you might be wondering where you can find these symbols. Well, the beauty of it is that they're everywhere. Nature, for one, is an incredible source of symbolism. Think of the animals that we discussed in the first episode. Animals like owls represent wisdom, or the butterfly, which represents transformation. Even everyday objects can hold symbolic meaning, like a key, which represents opportunity, or a rose, which can symbolize love. Even the elements of fire, water, earth, and air hold symbolic meaning that can resonate deeply with our souls. Of course, books, myths, folklore from various cultures, and ancient texts also hold a wealth of spiritual symbolism. Exploring these ancient works and legends can open up new dimensions of understanding, and you might discover symbols like the labyrinth, representing life's journey, or the phoenix, which symbolizes rebirth and transformation. So how can you leverage spiritual symbolism in your life? Well, the first step is to cultivate awareness by keeping an open mind to the world around you. We really do need to slow down, be present, and pay attention. It's like developing a new set of senses to perceive the hidden messages all around us. And when a symbol catches your attention and intrigues you, and maybe it shows up multiple times in your day, or it comes with divine timing and synchronicity, the very next step that you'll want to take is to research the symbol's meaning and interpretation, and reflect on what it means to you and how they might apply to your journey. And this can just be a simple Google search. Keep in mind that while you're doing your research, you may find that cultures and belief systems have different perspectives on their interpretations, and other times you may find universal meanings. But when the interpretations are different, I just encourage you to embrace the diversity of symbolism and take the interpretation that resonates with you most to determine your meaning of the symbol. And you do this just by leaning into your intuition and letting your heart guide you in deciphering the messages. Over time, you'll develop your own language with the universe. One thing I want to point out is that symbols can hold unique significance with each individual. What an owl represents to me, for example, may not be the same as it is for you. For me, an owl is one symbol that I use for the universe to let me know that I'm on the right track and to keep pressing ahead. Regardless of the meaning you assign to the symbol, the real magic happens when you integrate this knowledge into your daily life. If a symbol becomes meaningful to you, you may want to use the symbols as reminders, affirmations, or sources of inspiration. You can create a personal ritual around it, meditate on its energy, create art inspired by it, 
wear a piece of jewelry that represents the symbol, or simply let their meanings guide your decisions. And by integrating these symbols into your life, you invite the energy and wisdom to infuse your experience. So in summary, when an object shows up in your life multiple times, or you see repeating numbers, it's likely a message from the universe. It's best to research and learn about the spiritual meaning behind it so that you can interpret it in a way that resonates with you best. Then integrate the guidance as you see fit. Overall, leveraging spiritual symbolism is a gentle dance of exploration and self-discovery. So embrace the mystery of the symbols and let them guide you on your journey. And remember, this is just the tip of the iceberg. The journey of understanding spiritual symbolism is ongoing and unfolds uniquely for each of us. Next up, we'll discuss this episode's experiment. Okay, so let's discuss the next experiment. I call this experiment Pick a Sign, and it's specifically for yes and no questions. Now, the first episode of this podcast focused on asking open-ended questions, so just refer back to that episode if you have that type of question. Um, But for yes and no questions, here's what you're going to do. First, just think of your question, and the question can be really anything you want, um, but Again, if you're just starting out, I would steer away from any life-changing questions and instead ask something that's meaningful, but also low risk so that you feel comfortable taking the next right action. Something like, is it in my best interest to attend the block party on Saturday? You can also use one of the questions I mentioned earlier in this episode for inspiration. So step two, after you've selected your question, you're going to pick a sign or a symbol that represents yes and a symbol that represents a no response. These signs can be types of fruit, animals, names, songs, or really any object you choose. You can pick them because they already resonate with you, or you can use your intuition to decide in the moment. Don't overthink the objects, and just be sure not to pick signs that you know you're going to see. Some symbols that I've picked before were starfish, dead flowers, rocket ships, and sharks. I don't come across these items very often, so they just seem fitting to use as my yes or no objects. Now that you have your question and your objects, get into a calm and peaceful state by doing a short meditation or taking a few deep breaths. The goal is to come into the present moment. Step four is to ask your question aloud or in your head, followed by your yes or no symbols, then the time frame that you'd like to see the sign, and make sure to thank your spirit team. Here's an example of how this would sound. Spirit, is it in my best interest to attend the block party on Saturday? Please send me a rocket ship if the answer is yes, and a starfish if the answer is no within 24 hours. Thank you for responding to my question by sending me a sign. Step five is to simply go on about your normal day and keep an eye out for one of the signs to cross your path. Signs can appear anywhere, on billboards, social media, within the lyrics of a song that randomly plays on the radio, or someone might mention your sign in conversation. And all of these are acceptable ways for signs to show up. And step six, when you get your sign, trust the sign you get and leverage the guidance as you see fit. And that's all there is to it. Now you might be wondering what happens if you don't see either of your signs in the time frame that you choose. Well, I consider that to be a sign in and of itself. 
I consider it to be something that I'm not meant to know at this time. And this actually happens to me when I ask about health-related questions. If you think that that's problematic or discouraging in any way, just remember that some of life is supposed to remain a mystery to us. Signs are often subtle guidance or nudges, and there are times when we don't get a sign and just need to trust ourselves and move in the direction that feels right to us. Now, as with most experiments, there are a few rules to keep in mind. I discussed these rules in episode one, but I'll restate them here again. So first, you have to be open to receiving signs. Next, be patient as you're waiting for your sign to show up. Sometimes it happens quickly, but it usually takes some time for spirit to orchestrate your encounter. Third, don't try to manipulate situations to get your sign. That would be cheating. Fourth, you do need to pay attention, but don't go out of your way or obsess over looking for it. You'll know the sign is for you when you see it because it'll snag your attention and there may also be a synchronicity or meaningful coincidence to it. And fifth, don't force anything and don't try to make anything fit. Release the answer you want and consider the spiritual encounter from an objective place. And that's it for this episode. As we wrap up, I encourage you to stay curious, keep your eyes open for meaningful encounters and repeating symbols, and trust that the universe is always communicating with you. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuition Experiment podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and let us know how you feel about the show by leaving a review. And as always, feel free to reach out with any questions or topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes. You can find the show notes and my other links in the episode description. (music) 